Welcome to the Simply Home Podcast, where we educate, inspire, and entertain real estate entrepreneurs seeking a casual and practical podcast. We're here to simplify your life and business. You can find growth anywhere. And as long as you have an open mind and take those opportunities to learn, then you're going to grow from it. The easiest thing, too, is just always being in your zone of genius. What you are passionate about and are good at. The mindset shift is drastic. When you're when you're thinking of, I am this person, as opposed to, I want to become, or one day I will be, is, is huge. I feel like a lot of real estate companies have been putting a focus on themselves, basically. I've, recently, we've been putting it on the agents, and that's when our socials have been doing the best. It's become really personal, and we've gotten a lot more traction. All right. Welcome back to another episode. I feel like it's been a while for podcast. me. Yeah. Has it? Were you, you were here? Huh. Oh, it's been man. over a month since I know. he's been That's on track. Wild. I yeah. honestly don't remember if you're here or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Ouch. actually showed up today? <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> Bro, I was here an hour ago. <laughs> I've been here all here day. yesterday, too. <laughs> the day before. <laughs> oh, it was me that wasn't. <laughs> Correct. <it>. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we show up sometimes. Um, well, guys, today, today we're talking about um, uh, a topic that's pretty fresh on, on the mind of our, our CEO. Uh, we, we are joined, by the way, by our CEO, Sean Mike Yu, our marketing specialist, Swai, Sarah Wiley Armstrong, and we have our COO, Brett Rutkowski, yeah. and myself, Kyle Mann, head of video and immersive tech, and we have Grant Brotan on the ones and twos as our so, producer. Say what's up, Grant. <laughs> uh, but today we're talking about like long-term goals, uh, those things that you have to uh, have vision for, um, those things that don't come immediately. And I think especially, especially today when instant gratification is the norm, uh, I think we've kind of lost the art of that, um, that long-term um, vision. Uh, but Sean, you and I were talking about this yesterday, day before. Yesterday. You had some pretty big things happen. Uh, come to fruition after Finally. 17 years. Is it 17? Uh, 17 since I started yeah. flying and 15 since I got licensed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell, talk a little bit about what we're talking about. Yeah. So I, uh, I became a pilot when I was 17. I started flying when I was 15 and I stopped flying for a long time, but I really never, I always wanted to get my instrument rating and always wanted to get my multi-engine rating. Um, and it took 15 years to get there. So I got there on Monday, finally. Yes. It's exciting. It's exciting. So now I'm a real pilot. I'm, yeah. I'm, a real pilot. <laughs> I'm ready to fly. So uh, where are we going? Yeah. Where, where, where are we going? Where are we going? Where do you want to go? I don't know. I want to go to Paris. Okay. Well, take an Let's airline. <laughs> yeah. Al although I did ask him. Can you cross the pond in your plane? He's like, yeah, we got a we got a island hop. Yeah, you gotta hop through <laughs> Iceland and Ireland and whatever else. But <laughs> no, we can go to Paris, Tennessee, if you want to do that. Ooh, I can get you hey, there. I heard there's <laughs> things there. Yeah, <laughs> seems like hay and cows and stuff, probably. <laughs> uh, man, so long term goals. I, you know, I, I I was thinking about what we could talk about when it comes to long term goals. Uh, and really, I think as you get older, the first thing in, in 
so I, maybe you can talk about this. I well, <laughs> I know in my twenties I was not a long term goal person. My early twenties, mm-hmm. I was very much a next step, next step, next step. Um, what are some things that you've put into place? to help achieve long-term goals? Like, is there a process that you have? Like, I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing some of your long-term goals or some of the goals maybe you had um, graduating high school and moving into college and now that you're out of college. Um, So I guess one of the first long-term goals I had was obviously I knew I was going to go to college and I did not plan on doing anything after college. I was definitely the person that said when I finished undergrad, I'm done with school forever. Um, but that's always how life goes, isn't it? And so when I was working on my master's, getting that done, and obviously it wasn't fun, but my goal was to graduate without any student loans. So I worked to get a grad assistantship. And at the same time, I was getting married. Um, Right after I got married, a week later, I got hired here. And so then at this point, I'm doing school, I'm doing cheer, I'm doing a grad assistantship, and I have a full-time job. Um, but it was a, it was a crazy two years, but it was an awesome two years. And so I had to remember it wouldn't be like that forever. And so I think that was part of my vision and I knew it would be worth it. It, that's always what comes from your vision is knowing it'll be worth it. But that one was insane. I'm someone who likes goals. I'm a big goal girl. I like being able to check the boxes. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about boxes being checked, but I... (laughs) That's how I work best. Um, So that's basically my biggest goal that I have had in my early 20s. After that was financial ones with my husband. So that's kind of where we're at now. Like we wanted to pay as much towards his PT school as possible. And it's not glamorous to be like, oh, we live in my parents' in-law apartment built off of their house. And it's not glamorous to just not spend a lot of money in your early 20s, but it's worth at the end of these two years, we've paid more than $50,000 towards this school. And so- You're a hell of a lot smarter than I was when I was (laughs) in the 20s. I was just about to say that. (laughs) I I was an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Weird, I was, yeah, yeah, I get it. At your age, why I was not worried about money at all. Just how can I get the next amount so I can go out and party? Yeah. <laughs> right. She's impressive. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's been difficult because, I mean, we are on one income because he is working on his doctorate and in clinicals and doing all of that. He works as much as he can, but his little part-time job, he'll make maybe $200 a month. It's gas yeah. money. So yeah. it's been it's been wild, but it's definitely cool at the end of it to know that we have not much left to pay off towards his school. So do you ever have, did you ever have a moment in that process of going to school or when you were looking at that long-term goal where you maybe felt like you either lost sight of that goal or lost sight of that vision or started to question it? Like, did you ever have those moments? Um, I definitely with school, I would just sit there like, what am I doing? (laughs) I already have a full-time job. Um, I've, part-time jobs that I'm working that I'm just stressed out all of the time. Um, So yeah, there were times where I was questioning what I was doing, um, but it comes back to that vision and knowing Mm. it'll be worth it. Um, And I was a horrible influence and I apologize. I was like, like, just quit the school. (laughs) Like, come on, let's go. Right. I was in my last semester. You don't need a master's to work here. (laughs) 
Um, but I'm also really headstrong <clears throat> and stubborn. So if I start doing something, I'm going to follow it through. And so that's kind of where I landed with that. And same thing with our financial goals. Um, we met them a little bit back. So we knew we could be a little less aggressive with saving. Not that we're, we're still aggressive because we just bought a new car. But um, we could slow down a little bit. We yeah. could have a little bit more fun. And so that's kind of where we're at now where oh, if I do want to buy like this or that, it's okay. And Miller's really encouraging with that because he knows I've worked hard. It sounds like you had like a set of values or principles that when you lost that side of vision, you could always go back. And for you, it was like your principle is like, I'm, I don't quit anything. Like I'm going to like that, that, um, that kind of brought you. And I think that's an Mm -hmm. incredibly important, especially when you're talking about long-term goals that will inevitably you will, you know, lose sight of. Um, having a set of principles or goals or principles or um, a mantra that you tell yourself every morning. Um, I think that that helps you get back on track. And I'm really competitive. I'm sure you guys are too. I grew up doing gymnastics and cheer and I'm just really competitive. Like conquer. I'm like, I'm going to make it through <laughs> it. I'm not going to quit. So I'm sure For, you guys can relate. I, I, uh, I struggle with the moving target syndrome, I call it. Or I call it that now. Uh, <laughs> so tell as us about of, uh, five seconds ago. As of about, you know, <laughs> right now. Um, no, where, like, she likes to check boxes, um, and I just keep drawing more boxes, like, constantly. Like, mm. like I'm sitting here going, all right, cool. So we've grown tremendously this year, right? We've grown from 160 people to 350 people. Uh, we'll grow to 400 by the end of the year. We're pacing really well. And I'm like, yeah, but now let's go start this and start this and start this. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, can you just like be satisfied for like four seconds that you did hit these goals? Um, And that's like, it's, that's what I call moving target syndrome. I'm almost dangling my own carrot, if you will, from Mm. a corporate culture perspective of cool. Yeah, we're getting here, but now we need to get, let's, let's go here and here and here. Um, And I feel like those are, not necessarily long. T- well, they are. I mean, they're. I guess they're the the short term uh, transition goals that get to the long term big vision. Ultimately, I guess. Yeah. Well, you've you mentioned on the podcast before, and I've I've talked to your mom. Uh, oh, we all ha- we all oh have. God. Here we go. Um, <laughs> going down this rabbit can't hole. Can't go anywhere anymore, can I? <laughs> Without anyone talking to your mom. <laughs> uh, Sean's mom works with Simply Home, by the way. Yeah, uh, she's an agent. Um, so. Speaking with her and just knowing you um, in your past, you've always been business minded. Um, you've always you've always thought about uh, starting up. Oh, <laughs> no, like, right now. I'm like, oh my god, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Things we don't talk about. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, for you, and this isn't your first company. Um, for you, it's been a long term goal of yours for as long as what it sounds like, as long as you can remember, that's something that you've always attained for. And I think a lot of people will look at these long-term goals and think that they never come to fruition, or maybe they're starting to feel impatient, like this will never happen. I think for you, your story is still going, but you've had this long-term goal. Along that path, was there ever a moment for you when you were when you knew from a very early age that that's what you wanted to do? Was there any time when you were just like, 
like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, why is this, is this even attainable? Is this a, like, did you ever have those moments? Yeah, of course. Um, and when I was younger, I fought a lot of uphill battles with my wife's family because they were like, can you just put away this entrepreneurial dream mm. and just go get a job and take care of your family? Um, and I think that's what probably prompts a lot of people to settle on themselves is the external pressures, external factors that are, are, really limiting their potentials. Um, and I, I absolutely struggle with that. In fact, there was one point, um, when I actually almost went and joined the air force because I didn't, I couldn't find, I couldn't see a way to anything. All I saw was just like failure after failure, after failure, after failure. And, you know, at that point in my life, it was, there was no air conditioning in the house. It was 2012. Um, yeah, 2012 newborn baby, no air conditioning. My car was repoed out of the carport. Um, and it was like 94 degrees and the house was infested with fleas. And I'm sitting here like, cool. Like what are my options? Mm. Air force maybe. <laughs> yeah. Go be a, go work at the FAA and be a, a air traffic controller. Like, cause at the time, like I tried to look at it as, well, I can't go get a job because my expenses are this and I can't qualify for a job that pays me $25 an hour. And I need a job that pays $25 an hour to pay my bills. So if I can't find one, then I'm going to keep doing my thing. Yeah. And so I kept doing my thing and I kept failing and I failed and I failed and I failed until I found real estate, which just happened to be the vehicle that got me here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's natural to, to feel as though, you lose sight of it or even to lose sight of it for a period of time. Um, and not to be a nerd here and get all aviation technical, but like one of the things I just learned how to do is fly in the clouds. And when you're flying in the clouds, you don't see where you're going. You don't see the destination, but you've got a vision right there on the GPS of, Hey, I'm going to get to this destination because that's the, the plan that I'm on. Um, yeah, sure. We might have to you know, deviate around some storms or something along the way. But as long as you know, like I'm going to this place, doesn't matter what the weather is, get there. That's an amazing analogy. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about like the instruments are your, those are your principles. Those are your, <clears throat> those are your mantras. Those are your, Yeah. as long as you follow those, it doesn't, doesn't matter where you lose sight. Yeah. I, I read a, um, I read a quote 10 minutes ago on Instagram before you made me put my phone down. Um, <laughs> that floor. said <laughs> on the floor, by the way, like he's a victim <laughs> still within arms reach in airplane mode, <laughs> it's literally sitting in my lap. Oh. <laughs> evidently Sneaky. I picked it up. Sneaky. <laughs> it's back on the floor. Um, no, that you should always trust your intuition because if you trust your intuition, it's going to keep you on the path that you were intended to be on. Um, and though there's some over generic qualities to that quote, right, the, right. the principle is, yeah, if you trust your gut, you trust your plan, you trust all those things and you're going to eventually get where you're trying to go. Brett. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, what for you? I mean, I, I, we haven't really talked about this much, but growing, growing up, did you always, and we kind of alluded to the fact like in your 20s, I was the same way. 20s, I was partying. I was a, a bartender and a DJ. <laughs> I just, I thought about like, hey, what am I going to DJ tomorrow? Like that was the extent of what I was going to do. What for you, what was that moment where you either created that long-term vision or, or reconnected with it? 
and how, like, wh- where are you on that journey? Where, where did it begin? Yeah. So goals like, and, and, and vision and stuff like that, that took me a long time to learn. Like goals is not something I 100% believe in. I do believe in a vision of a, of where I want my business, like what I want my business to look like, right? What lifestyle I want it to give me. I do have a vision of like, you know, taking over the CEO role of what I want the company to look like based off of Sean's vision, right? But it's always been what's that vision and what are the actionable items I need to take to accomplish that vision. Goals for me have always been like, you get to that, now what? Right? Yeah. The vision's always that's changing. When you get moving target syndrome. Yeah, fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough, right? <clears throat> but that's where, yeah, same thing, right? It's like you are always chasing the next thing where if you're just always working toward that vision, yeah, it may change a little bit. So it's very similar, but I always, I'm always, I've always been the person of this is what I have to do or this is what I need to do to accomplish what I want. But again, for, to answer your question, where, like, where did like I reconnect for me, it was losing everything. Hmm. So literally living out of a orange Nike duffel bag that I just found again. And it's sitting in my office at my house on the couch. And I look at that thing every day when I go pick up my phone, That's cool. my phone at night sits in the office. Right. It was in that moment that I'm like, what am I doing? I'm 28 years old and I just, same thing, had my car repossessed out of my, at the time, my girl, my now wife, but at the time my girlfriend's house, I lied to her and told her that. That's embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I, and to be honest with you, I think it was like maybe a month before that we're like, so what are we? What are you telling your family? Right? Uh, Am I your boyfriend? You my girlfriend? Like what? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Right. So this in that moment, and I can see this day vividly right now, walking out, telling her, well, she found it gone. And she's like, hey, like came in frantic. What happened to your car? I was like, I don't know. It must have got stolen. Oh, God. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who the hell wants to tell somebody? Nobody. Oh, yeah. yeah, Who wants to tell somebody that they're in a relationship with and in a newer relationship that they spent, well, one, I spent all my money on her anyway. So So that, yeah, but that I decided to pay your mortgage before I paid my car payment. Right. And that was right after, you know, when we first started dating, I was living, like staying at her house, staying at my sister's on her couch and like going back and forth. um, And just didn't have like a steady place for six months. I literally wore the same, and you guys can argue this, that I wore the same five outfits every day and, or every week anyways. Because it's <laughs> the Don't same. we all? It's the Simply Home way. <laughs> For sure. But literally the f- the same four outfits in a duffel bag, the same, I don't know, maybe five underwear. But it was in that moment that I had my car repossessed, that I lied to her. We were on our way to breakfast, and I'd said, there was just something that told me, and it could have been her mother. Her mother's passed away, and like there are times that, happens and i swear her her mother lisa is the one that like coordinated things um and i something came over me i'm like just tell her 
So I told her, I said, hey, I have, my car was not stolen. It was repossessed. And I'll never forget the way that she reacted. And that is when I knew to like this 100% is a woman I'm spending the rest of my life with. She reacted in a way, what are you going to do about it? Not getting mad at me for lying. They're like, yeah, of course she was upset later on. Well, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. It was in that moment that I decided to make a change for my life that I personally had to change to accomplish that vision that I knew I always wanted. I never got there because I was always the type of person like, oh, I'm still young enough. And then I get to a point where I'm like, oh, man, I didn't envision this 28-year-old living off of a couch and going from place to place. I didn't envision that. So it's always like you get stuck in that downward spiral. And she was the the catalyst that got me out. She gave me her car, went and sold a couple of houses, dropped her off every single morning at work. She was managing a salon. But in that moment, I knew I'm going to... I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to take the actionable items. My vision, my goal is to give her a life that she deserves to make sure she doesn't have to work. She doesn't have to worry about bills, right? Is it 100% that all the time? No, right? Um, But it was in that moment that I was reconnected with the vision that I envisioned myself being. But I didn't go in and say, all right, now what are my goals? How much money do I need to make? No. What do I need to do right now? To get me one step closer to one getting my car back. <laughs> I did get my car back, by the way. I did go pay I paid a crazy amount of money to get it. I'm I was better off just leaving it, but <laughs> still a repo on your credit, right? Like oh, yeah. but either way, got the car back. Per like paid it, whatever. Paid off the lease, all that, whatever. So but it was like, what are the actionable items that I need to take to get paid, to make money? And then it can't, what's the next step, right? But there's always, and in that time I was just selling homes. Like it's always another, what's, where's the next home, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and then going into the marketing agencies in that world, like it's what's the next business. Once I built my business, what's the next step to give me that lifestyle? Fire myself, essentially. So I keep telling Sean, fire yourself. Mm-hmm. Fire yourself, fire yourself, fire yourself. You have it. Well, he has a much better team than I ever had, but oh, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of where I reconnected. My take on goals is, like I said, yes, when you talk about it in this aspect, it's, they sound the same vision, but they, I do believe they They're are somewhat different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, a goal is a KPI. It's immeasurable. That's it. Right. Um, Nothing wrong with goals, right? Some like Swai is like, hey, I want to check off that list. I did it. I accomplished it. For me, I just feel like I'm always chasing. I think you have to have like it's the moving target syndrome. You have to have those little goals, those those stepping stones to the vision, because otherwise, you know, people can get paralyzed by vision because it's too big. Yeah, Um, that's why that's why it all. But that's another thing that took me a long time to understand, too, is what what a true vision looks like. Right. Like. (laughs) No, in two to three years, am I going to be, well, I could be, but am I going to be this 37-year-old re- retired? Not hell no. That's not the life I want. I want yeah, a- I don't even want that life. I, right? Neither do yeah. I, right? Like, I get bored. Do but I freedom. love- freedom. Yes. I like, want- That's why I do what I do. I do it for freedom. I want- Go ahead. I want Sorry. what I have now. Like, Sean, I'm in this position because I want to be in- Well, you offered it to me, but I want to <laughs> be- <laughs> <laughs> But, but I want to say yes because- I want to, not because I have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I think, uh, by the way, that was the first time I've heard that story. That's powerful, man. That's what keeps me going. I, I think, and I've thought about this before, there's, I think when you experience pain at like a deep level like that, it is one of the most powerful catalysts to change and to want to better your life. Because once you feel it, you don't ever want to feel it again. Um, and I think pain can be a, um, there was, uh, I was listening to uh, a podcast about like dopamine and how it changes based on what you do and how if you have too much of it, whether it be through uh, some sort of um, like drug or through some sort of habit addiction, um, it's, it's a dopamine imbalance. But the way you offset that is to voluntarily put yourself through pain. So I think when you were competing and cheerleading and you were doing gymnastics, like that's painful at times, I would imagine that. And when you have to push through that, when you're voluntarily going through something that is physically or emotionally draining like that, it causes you what, what happened? <laughs> Grant and I had a moment. <laughs> the twinkle in his eyes. Um, I think, I think that that's, um, I think that helps if you, if you look at people that are, that would consider themselves successful or on the path towards success, towards a long ter- long-term goal and admits the vision, I think it is sourced from some sort of pain. Um, at least that seems to be the case. I think that's, I think that's true for certain people for mm-hmm. sure who are wired a certain way. And then I think some people get hit with pain and feel like that the only thing they deserve in life is pain because of something mm-hmm. that took place as a child or something and they get stuck in this like vicious cycle of life. Um, and then there are some people who, uh, who was I talking to recently who was, um, saying that they believe, and I agree, they, they believe that essentially people get, uh, they've become so like soft and weak with how society has treated everyone that they go and they create drama in their mm-hmm. life and they create problems. Was that you? Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. We were talking yeah. About and, um, and I think that's another thing. Like you get some people who just like, they can't let something good happen in life for too terribly long because it feels out of the ordinary for what they believe they're worth. And they're, I wish people would realize their potential and realize their worth. Cause if they would realize those two things, then they could realize their vision. But if they can't realize their worth and they can't realize their potential, they'll never realize the vision. Yeah. Pain is universal. I think how you, yeah, how you handle it, it is hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like a successful person knows to fail fast. Right. Mm-hmm. An unsuccessful person is afraid of failure. I think if you have a habit and if you set up um, a routine of routinely putting yourself in pain, I think that, normalizes it and pain can be like it doesn't it doesn't have to be physical pain or emotional pain working out is painful yeah yeah Getting if, up I early start, is if painful. i if i slack Dude, on discipline yeah. which i have to i've been slacking on discipline full transparency oh, yeah. Yeah. um and so with that i know that my way of coping with the slacking of discipline is to start working out again yeah that's it and I'll work out and I'll do it like for a week and I'll be so sick of it <laughs> that I'll just do my discipline without the pain of the working out. And then I'll just go back to not working out again. Solid. <laughs> no, not cycle. solid. A little bit flabby, not yeah. solid. Dad bod. Yeah, dad bod. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, Sean, I think you, I think you kind of know this. The, 
when I was, uh, this was a little after we met out, I guess. This was after, after I started bartending. I had, uh, I had a moment where I was kind of in that, I had enough money for like a McChicken every day. Oh, man. Yeah. I'd have like. There's nothing wrong with McChicken. There's not. There's nothing wrong with with drippy mayo. Yeah. <laughs> you three are disgusting. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. And, well, it's a weird thing. Like, I've always been super optimistic. And even early on, so back in 2009, before all this happened, so that probably, we're probably talking like 2012. 2009, I read the 4 Hour Work Week, and I knew that I was going to be. I had a friend of mine, Josh Stevenson, uh, who introduced me to what investing looked like, what owning a business looked like. And I, so I knew in my head, but what I didn't have was the pain of failure. High school was pretty easy for me. All my jobs, pretty easy for me. Never really had to, college, that was hard. That was, uh, <laughs> that, was that was pretty, that was pretty dumb. Um, I, I did not finish college, but me neither. <laughs> yes. I got, um, I got an associates if that matters. The three degenerates and then the master's degree. Oh, so I got enough to go around. Here you go. I mean, I have a, I have a degree. Yeah. <laughs> More than I More have. Shit. Um, but I, I was so comfortable with even the poor lifestyle because I was in kind of a, in the, it, it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't painful. Like I was still, I had friends, I had fun and that was all. I didn't really think about Oh, I'll figure out, I'll figure out money later. I go find out. And then one day it got so bad. I was no longer living with uh, my best friend at the time. I had to move back home. I didn't have enough money. I didn't have a job. I was waiting for the perfect job. I was waiting for like that thing that just, and I remember needing money so bad. Um, I had started to crash on other people's couches and my dad, who he's a, he's an army vet and he, he struggles with all kinds of things. He has PTSD. And I remember sitting in his bathroom. My parents don't know this. They probably won't listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but I remember looking inside the medicine cabinet. And I remember looking at it and saying, like, I could probably make money selling these. And then not a day or two later is when I was like, what am I doing? Like, that was like. That's a trap. It was it's a trap. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was, man, that thought of like, okay, things are not okay. And it was from that point on that I accepted the first job that my mom helped me find. It was Shout the, out, mom. Shout yeah. out, mom. It was the best and the worst job I've ever had. It was four years of 100 hours a week of manual labor. And I was on call 24-7 for those four four years. But what it taught me was what pain is what hard work, like the pain of doing hard work. I, I played high school sports. I knew what it felt like to get hit and, you know, push yourself physically, but to push yourself mentally and what hard work actually is provide a perspective on, on moving forward. And then it took, then it took uh, another four years for me to, to figure out whatever it is that I wanted to do. And I, that's when I got back in touch with entrepreneurship and creative creativity. And that was, I think, so I am coming from a perspective of pain driving, never wanting to be that again, and ultimately experiencing it again uh, with the business and having those moments where the water gets turned off and yeah, you know, like, where fun. the power gets turned off. It's just a re like, even those little brief moments are just reminders of what, 
So I'm trying to relate that. But oh, you were saying. Well, I never, I never really understood. Every time I'd read an entrepreneur's quote of "Once you've got it, then you work like crazy to never lose it." And I mean, I literally, probably why I'm not sleeping well at night because I still feel like it's so fragile. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cool. Like we've made progress. Am I where I want to be? Absolutely not. Um, am I better than I was seven years ago when I was living with a family of five in my childhood bedroom and lost my house, lost my car, living on food stamps and flushing toilets with gallons of water? Yeah. Yeah, I am better off. Um, have I worked my ass off to get here? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, would we be here without an incredible team? No, not at all. Um, and you start realizing the power of people, um, the power of relationships and, um, the power of failure really to drive, to drive those things. And everybody has pain in their past for the most part. Obviously we got some of these little Harvard degenerates that don't, um, <laughs> the silver spoon life, but anyone who is uh, quote unquote self-made has been through hell in some way, shape or form in life. Right. Um, and, and hell doesn't have to be a circumstance. Hell can be, uh, I would argue that the way that Swaz had to like sacrifice to accomplish yep. her goals is 100%. a form of hell. Mm-hmm. Well, right? and a lot of like my financial goals were, um, just based off of mine and Miller's parents, like mine, and they'll tell you now. So the store my dad owned, he got into a lot of credit card debt and didn't tell my mom until it was over $100,000. So I was a kid witnessing that. And so I felt that pain of not of not getting to buy new clothes and not, yeah. you know, so I felt that as a kid. and Yeah. And like when I was in high school, yeah, when I was in high school, like my parents almost lost the house like Mm -hmm. several times, like it landed on the courthouse steps. Yeah. Um, And so like all of those things frame who we are. It's just, what do you do with that experience, that knowledge? Well, frankly, I don't want my kids to go through the same shit that I went through. Yeah. So let's, let's not do that. Um, And sometimes like, sometimes you just have to take a moment, like, you know, occasionally I'll get up at one o'clock in the morning or something. I'll go check on all the kids and I walk upstairs and the house is quiet and the house is comfortable and they're all sleeping in their comfortable beds. And I just kind of go, you're doing this. Like, and sometimes like as a, as a parent, like two of you don't know what that is yet, but when, (laughs) when you guys get there, if you get there, um, you'll have that moment where I'm sure Kyle's had it, where you walk through and you go, all right, like you're starting to figure this thing out. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a humbling thing more than anything. I think you, you kind of need that, like, all right, I can exhale tonight. I can sleep tonight. Cause they're all sleeping and they're all sleeping because of my sacrifice, my hard work, my sleepless nights, my, 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 um, but it's not my, for me, it's my, for them. Yeah. That makes sense. I like that. What advice would you guys have to somebody whether it's an entrepreneur or a real estate agent who might be listening to this, wanting to get something to um, something practical to start implementing, to help them keep that vision of the long-term goal, the long-term, the vision, the, maybe it's just something that they have, they feel called to, maybe it's their purpose that they need to stay focused on, or maybe they're feeling like they lost it somehow. Do you have any advice for those people? Do not stop. 
do not lose sight of what you're doing it for um, and just reroute as much as is necessary to to go around the storms to get to where you're going do whatever it takes but just get there and don't stop I mean, it took me 15 years to get my instrument rating. That's nothing to most people. Most people are like, who cares? It's just a little flying thing. To me, it was a lot. Um, it's taken me a lot of failure to get where I am today, and it's going to take a lot more failure to get where I'm going. But just don't stop. Mine's short and sweet. But like he said, not stopping. Um, a big thing for me is writing them down so I can look back in a year, two years, five years, maybe a yep. Sean, 17 years, and see how far I've come. Um it's wild. You look back and you're, if you stay committed to your vision, how far a lot of times you exceed that vision. So that's yeah. been a big thing for me. That's cool. Yeah. For me, it's, it's just staying consistent, right? It's same thing with Sean said, like, yeah, you're gonna have to re out, but staying consistent into what it is that you truly want to accomplish, whether it's a goal, whether it's a lifestyle, the vision, whatever it is, staying consistent at doing that one thing for long enough to know if you really had mm. success. You'll know. You go through some stuff. But there's, and, and I was talking about this yesterday with some real estate agents that I coach personally. And, you know, going through real estate coaching, business coaching, stuff like that, that I've, that I've done with individuals, it's the same thing. Like, I see the same consistency. They don't give things long enough to one, make a difference in their business or their life, but they don't get the results that they think they should quick enough, so they give up. You have to understand that the day-to-day, and Inky Johnson says this, right? The, per, the, the service, the things that you're doing on the day, that's the product. You're working that product to get to the outcome that you want, right? Are you willing to work that product? And he says it a lot differently than I do. And a lot better. He's, I wish I wish we had this, the video where we can like pull it up. Oh, yeah. Pull it up, Jamie. It's like right. a 50-second clip. Um, but, yeah, so he, like I said, he the, like he talks about the, 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 out, the outcome being greater or the pro, excuse me, the product being greater than the outcome. Working on the day-to-day to make sure you get to that the outcome is going to be the outcome that you get to if you bust working on the product which is yourself which is your business uh and just staying consistent long enough to see results i didn't see results in any of my businesses in the first year the first six months i'm like oh i got into real estate i'm gonna be a millionaire now (laughs) <laughs> checking his watch checking my <laughs> the, the date on my <laughs> right so do i live a great life absolutely did i eat and bust to get here absolutely i wasn't given anything i have that's one thing i've always learned from my parents is one not quitting on things they never let me quit anything in times that i i'm like this team sucks. I'm the I'm the best one on this team. Like, <laughs> no, you committed. Yeah. So not giving up, and there's been times where I want getting your car repossessed, Sean. Like in that moment, you're like, why? Why do I put myself through this? Yeah, but I, I chose. Mean, 
God, as recent as like, six months ago, I've been like, man, life would be so easy if I just went and worked a corporate job. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, like, seriously, right, right. maybe yeah. not six months, but a year yeah, ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, earlier this year, we had some major growth struggles yeah. that we were going through. Um, and in those moments, I was like, what the hell am I doing to myself? Why? Why? This doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you push through, it's like a bad day. If you have a bad day, just keep going. Yep. Because it's going to get better. Yeah. You're going to wake up tomorrow. It It'll be fine. It could get worse, but it can get much better. Much too. better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> much better. And usually the outcome is if you're consistent and keep pushing, if you don't allow that bad day or that bad month to de- derail you from where you want to go, that outcome, it's always better. Yeah. Oh, it's always greener on the other side of pushing yourself. Yeah. It's like when I was doing door-to-door sales, I would... There were days you'd go out there, you'd hit the field at 1130 in the morning. You'd walk all day long. It'd be like 120 doors. You'd see them three times and nothing. You'd be getting rained on, freaking dogs chasing you, all this other crap. And then finally, like the last door of the day, you get a sale. You're like, yes, I hit my goal for the day. (laughs) And that hitting that goal made that entire day better. You'd Mm -hmm. go home, you'd feel accomplished. You'd feel like, hey, I did this. Um, unfortunately, so many people hit that door for the third time and they're like, man, forget it. Mm-hmm. Just a sh- day. Yeah. Keep pushing. That's like, that's like sales oh. in general, right? Like real estate agents, how many times they call expired for, and just entrepreneurs in general and sales, they call so many prospects and it's no, 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 no. I'm not good at sales. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Keep Did calling. You, keep calling. <laughs> Did you review your calls? Listen to them? Yeah. I mean, like maybe yeah. you just suck at people. Maybe you should learn people. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Next episode, learn people. Learn yeah. people. Um, I Trump's would say better if, than that. if you're in a Trump's position where you've lost, uh, you've lost that, that vision, you've lost that drive, or maybe you feel like you've, um, you're in a position. Cause I do think there are times when you are heading towards a vision and you get redirected. Um, that could be because you lose a job. Um, that could be because uh, you lose a business. Something happens in your family. In those moments, I encourage you to, um, read from those that you aspire to be, read the books. If you can't be around the people, read the books. If you can't read the books, listen to the podcast, be around, surround yourself with people who are where you want to be. And in those moments when you're having to redirect, it'll keep you encouraged to keep moving forward, um, in those times. But, um, real quick, I'm going to add to that information without implementation is the start of pure delusion. So read those books, right? Take one thing and implement something. Of course. For sure. Yes. Um, That's it, guys. That's it for this week. If you like the podcast, you want to check us out. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Check us out. Leave a a review. Give us a like. See you next week. Hey, guys. It's Swy. Thank you for joining us this week, and we really hope you got some useful information, and we made your day a little bit better. If you're interested in joining the movement of realtors getting their time and life back, check us out at joinsimplyhome.com on the browser, at Simply Home on socials, or in the description. See you next week.